Hello and welcome to another episode of the FPL Hangover Podcast, where we raise the bar in order to own all things FPL related. We are coming to you on the 5th of September. Game week 6 is done, and after 3 quick game weeks, FPL managers can now take a well-earned deep breath and enjoy the return of European football and uh, sit back and digest all the... The wacky antics that was game week six and the FPL season so far. And here to help me do such things is my podcast partner in crime, Seamus. How are you getting on, my friend? Yeah, very good. All things considered. All things considered, yeah. I mean, I didn't want to go straight for the juggler, but I will start off the show by asking you, how dare you? How dare you show up here this week? What gives you the right... To sh- <laughs> I can't. I can't keep a straight face. Uh, I feel bad. I feel. I feel. It's got. It's gotten so bad now. It's you know that 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 Simpsons meme. He's already. Dead. Yeah. This is a Make a Wish Foundation type of dream of mine. You know, you've facilitated my dream of appearing on an FPL podcast, despite my horrendous FPL ability and rank. Uh, mm. So thank you for that. You know, we're like all the other podcasts now. You know? Yeah. Exactly. One absolute joker. <laughs> yeah but i think i can uh justify well a first of all how dare i, I was invited this week um and You're invited then, every week paddy yeah i'm invited every week but i can't always make it uh paddy ended up uh not being able to make it anyway so it just saved it being a one-man pot i guess and uh yeah um i have you know i pulled my wild card spoiler alert so yeah um i think that makes for somewhat interesting listening and yeah, god, god knows i needed to play my wild card so you you bloody well did, and uh, I'm happy to catch up with you because we haven't actually talked FPL in it feels like an eternity. But when those midweek games are kicking in, it's just like boom, three game weeks. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, um, we haven't got a chat in a while, but we do have a pretty pretty packed show lined up. We're going to do our usual talking points. We're going to do some team reviews. We're going to look at the mini league. We're going to look at your wildcard Seamus and any moves that we're thinking of next week, such as captains. We're going to touch on some puck fadas. And, uh, yeah, if you like what you hear, hit the subscribe button, share with all your friends, all that usual shit. Mini League code's on the screen. Um, just getting it in for all the people that just, you know, give us 10, 15 minutes at a time and zoom off. That's my new That's my new plan. Get it in early. Get the sell in hard. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess we shall go straight into this week's Talking Pines. I mean, this has kind of been a talking point for a while now, uh, but return of the forward. And I feel like I'm talking to no better man here because you you set out your stall at the start of the season, which you're back very much turned against any FPL forwards. Now, obviously, you're forced to have one, but, mm-hmm. you know, you, you went either you went big at the back and you also kind of went chunky midfield. You were like one playing striker. And it seemed, and you're obviously you're not the only one. Based on last year's, you know, forwards returns, it's not a surprise that you know people would kind of look elsewhere for points. I mean, I'm not exaggerating when I say they that the the forward position is kind of killing it this year so far. Am I? Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's part of the reason I'm having such a stinker of a, a start. Now it would be one thing if the forwards were doing well, 
and the defenses were doing well, but <laughs> yeah. they're not. Um, they're so not. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, like, I mean, think about how good. Okay, how how many points does someone like Mitrovic have? Like, he's got six goals. He's got thirty nine points from from six games. He's averaging six points a game, just over six and a half points a game. You can't tell me that like Trent couldn't have been averaging that if Liverpool were actually keeping some clean sheets. You know, he's got a seventeen pointer there in the middle of of his scores. But what's maybe, what's maybe been killing it is there's been no they're not keeping clean sheets. So um, yeah, um, and, when, if, and when they do keep clean sheets, they're hooked off in fifty eight fucking minutes. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was I like my, that was my double Liverpool defense this week, um, killing me. And uh, no, but not only that, but like the likes of um, even Man City, uh, just. I don't know if we can discuss the reasons why later, but I mean, I think it might have a bit more to do with um, this kind of let it flow attitude that refs are kind of playing. Um, there's less kind of small niggly fouls being given and stuff like that. So maybe it's causing that. But maybe in Man City's case, it's they're just trying to play this new style so much that it's and they're getting those like Walker and Cancelo to kind of be kind of closer in the middle of the field that they're not quite they haven't got it down yet and it's just even on, on the break and they're kind of like well until we get it down we'll just get Erlen Holland, Holland to score more goals than we can see uh, and maybe yeah. it'll settle down by the or time maybe, it's sold for Walker <laughs> yeah may, or maybe everyone all the forwards have just been inspired by Holland, as you mentioned and just everyone's up in their game that little bit um, they're thinking like if, fuck it if, if he's uh, the new number nine the new generational talent then uh, you know why can't I uh, notch, notch a bit? Yeah, but but, but I mean that was it. The, the forwards you were saying, and I, I started talking about defense, so that was my bad. Yeah, they they are killing it. Like Mitrovic, Tony with a hat trick this weekend. Jesus has has had a spectacular like game week or two, and of course he's Haaland. an interesting one. He's an interesting one because when I was writing down the forwards, I mean like you mentioned Mitrovic, we talked about Haaland, Kane's actually killing it so far this year as well. Uh, Tony, you know, tipping away. And then I got to Jesus, and, you know, we both have him. He's your, well, pre-wildcard, he was your 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 replacement for Haaland, as crazy as that might sound. But, uh, <laughs> um, uh, you know, he, he he's the one everyone was kind of talking about. Really nice price point. Arsenal are, are playing some decent football, and he's playing some decent football. But returns, you know, they're not... Like, how, like what's he... He has... He had that big... Uh, that big uh, 19, 19 pointer, pointer in game week 2 yeah he had the mm. massive haul in, in game week 2 but one goal outside of that game week one assist in uh, game week 3 so he's you know one goal and one assist outside of that huge game week 2 mm. Arsenal's fixtures Everton home Brentford away and then they get tough I mean Spurs Liverpool Leeds fair enough but City but Spurs Liverpool and City in between game week 9 and game week 12 for Arsenal yeah that's a bit of a worry because, like I said, I thought at the start of the season I went without uh, Jesus because I thought Crystal Palace and Leicester were kind of tough games. Now, look, Leicester are actually just bad, just plain bad this year. So he did, he got that two goals, two assists, and he was so highly owned. Like, he's still 77.8% owned. It's crazy. Um, so you'll see people selling because they're not going to be satisfied with one goal, one assist in four games, um, especially when they played Bournemouth, Fulham, and uh, useless Aston Villa side. Um, Man United, that could always be a tough one, regardless of how poorly United start the season, and and it was. But like three three yellow cards is kind of pissing people off because there's a couple of ones in there too, you know. Yeah. So I do think Arsenal look much better with him in the team. Um, but I, yeah, even is he expendable? 
I think he actually might be. Um, at the start of the season, his ownership was so high with the 77% that uh, I decided, okay, I'm getting him in. Um, I was kind of planning on getting him in anyway if he started well, and he did start well, so I got him in. And he has looked good, and he has been a bit unlucky in some of those games. I think he's had a disallowed goal in one of those games. I can't remember which, possibly Fulham. Or Potno Bournemouth, I think it was. Um, he could fill his boots against Everton, and then the, the conversation changes. Okay, because Everton... Um, well, actually, you know what? I, th- I was going to lay into Everton, but Frank Lampard kind of has them defensively looking okay, not too bad. So maybe he doesn't. But if he gets two goals against Everton, conversation is, oh, we've got to have him. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, Arsenal are going to ha- Arsenal are going to be you know coming out of the gates <laughs> hot there. You'd imagine after after the loss on Monday night or on uh, Sunday evening, and I you know Everton's a, is a perfect fixture for for that kind of remedy so you're expect I'm expecting goals in that I mean I'm with you Everton have kind of they're not as leaky as they were last year but I I still fancy Arsenal for a couple of goals and if it, you're right if Jesus bangs in bangs in one or two then everyone shuts up for a while don't they Yeah I'm not, I I wasn't uh confident of Lampard's ability to get that Everton team playing um, the way that they need to be playing but uh, kind of seem to be wrong about that they kind of seem to be tougher right? they got to roll their luck a bit against Liverpool but they did make it tough for them and um, what's that four draws in a row now um, Yeah, I wouldn't be yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to do the same against Arsenal end up maybe it doesn't happen maybe an early goal goes in and floodgates open ends up 3-0 or maybe it does end up like 1-0 Arsenal or 1-0 1-0 or something like that who knows um but he's not the only forward. I mean, like, certain Ivan Tony bang, banged in a hat-trick this week, uh, a spectacular hat-trick. And, yeah, th- that's where it is. Like, I, I pulled up on the transfer list there today, just, you know, all players uh, sort by goals scored. Mm-hmm. And, like, you've got, like, lots of players on four more goals, like McAllister, Zaha, Rodrigo, like, cheap players with four goals in six games. Obviously, Haaland is miles out in front with 10. You've got Mitrovic with six. Tony and Kane with five, and then you've got like these other. But other than those, like the other forwards aren't killing it. Jesus has had got his three goals and his three assists as well, but like the rest are kind of not a whole lot there. Like two goals for Wilson, two for Alvarez that came in one game, two for Mbuemo, three for Firmino. We're not going to get Firmino, are we? So it, there's still only a, a small handful of forwards, but there are forwards that yeah. have good fixtures kind of coming up to a degree anyway. So yeah. You- you mentioned Tony, um, and obviously without going into spoiler territory, oh, it's, it's hard to avoid. Like, is he in your wildcard team? Is, is... Uh, he's not as it stands, actually. No, uh, but I haven't. I've only kind of done a provisional, quick, um, quick team. He might end up being in there though, because like you know, looking at these fixtures, they're class. Um, at the minute, I still have Jesus in my team. I'm not sure if I'm going to keep him, yeah. um, but I could. Yeah, I could. I could bin him. Uh, it's it's a hard one. I've, I've Haaland in there and Jesus at the minute, which is the kind of default template one. So, yeah, I had to basically do some surgery in my team because I was so heavily invested in the back and I was trying to stubbornly remain loyal to it because I was like, this will come around. It's just, it's not coming around now. And how far back am I going to fall before it comes around? And then, yeah, I'm, I'm still going to keep big at the back, but I'm only going to keep three. And then I'm going to go too cheap. I get you. I get you. Um, yeah. So I mean, I guess if it's not Tony and you've gone with strikers, you've got Mitrovic in. Nope. No. Nope. I just called out my strikers. Hey, Jesus. Jesus and Haaland. Oh, you've just stuck up with the, just the, the classic two. Uh, yeah, but as I said, Haaland is obviously going to be in there, but uh, and that's that's going to be a lock. But the um, 
because I've messed around with that position a bit much. Uh, like I, I, I can't believe like I had Haaland. Had Haaland. No, no. Game first, week. you didn't have Haaland. I didn't have Haaland. Mem- Got him in. Yeah. Two, <laughs> minus four him in. Minus yeah. four him in. I minus four him in. Captain two weeks in a row, and then I started getting smart. And I was like, no, you know what? If I just got done my original plan, instead of going for the minus four for Haaland, I went for De Bruyne. She had trusted my gut and gone for De Bruyne. So I said, you know what? I have two free transfers. I'll take out Haaland because I think De Bruyne can match him. Uh, Take out Haaland for De Bruyne. (laughs) And that will allow me to... I'll have Saka. No, what did I have? I'd have Jesus and De Bruyne instead of Saka and Haaland. And in actual fact, so... Haaland has scored seven goals since then. Saka's got a goal and an assist, and I've got one goal from Jesus. And even your transfer this week, um, I believe, got a goal. You know, <laughs> my second best player on the uh, on on my team this week was my new transfer in Joe Willock, because I thought I might yeah. I, like I didn't know what I wanted to do this week, but I unless I wanted to take out Robertson, which I was thinking of doing because I thought he might start, but I said, "Fuck it, I'll roll the dice again." Because uh, it's a derby, and I thought, you know, this isn't the sort of game that they probably they probably want Robertson's tenacity in this game. Um, I thought it would suit it well, but no, not Klopp. He took him out. Um, anyway, I didn't make the move, so I only had four point nine to spend. So I said, "Out you come, Bailey." I was shocked actually to see he had dropped so much in price. He was down to four point seven. Yeah, and I was like, "How has he dropped point three in?" These few weeks, and sure, of course, what does he do? He scored. I wasn't surprised at all to see he broke. Uh, he knocked out my clean sheet for my two city defenders. So took out your two fucking. I mean, I obviously was loving that, but um, I have your your team up on the screen for any uh, any of those YouTubers, and uh, if you wouldn't mind calling it out for the audio listeners, Seamus. My game week six team or my wildcard team? No, your game week six team. Uh, my game week six team. Well, I'll start off um, with my captain because it's the only place I got points this week. So I actually made the right captain choice. That was De Bruyne with seven points in the middle. Uh, and then around him, it's a load of dross. It's not a bad team on paper. The usual excuse, Salah, Martinelli. I had Willock uh, in there um, just for Newcastle's game. I have Jesus up front, and then I have Walker, Cancelo, James, Arnold, Robertson, and I had Lloris and Goals, who looked like he was on for a clean sheet until Mitrovic went off and did his thing and uh, bust my clean sheet. So, uh, yeah, one return, 32 points, game week rank of 9.2 million, knocking me into, yeah, 5 million overall rank. Oh, fucking hell. The worst start by, yeah, I, like what's longer than a country mile, you know, an international two, mile? Two countries miles. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> by a long distance. I mean, I think my worst start by at any stage was, you know, it might be around the 1 million mark or something like that, you know. I'm pretty sure you've had your quote-unquote worst start uh, in the last four years a couple of times since we started recording the show, but uh, uh, this 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 one definitely uh, takes Oh, this skills. one, definitely. <laughs> I mean, I've had bad starts um, that have been worse, you know, some seasons, and then, you know, turn around pretty quick because it's not that bad. You're like, oh, God, I'm down at 800K. How do I, you know? But then, like, one good week, you're up to 200k, and then the week again, you're up into the top 100k. So it's, it's volatile at the start. So, yeah, I'm surprisingly it's, it's... relaxed about it. Very no, and you're, that's, your, that's your fucking, uh, that's your, you know, not expertise. Uh, when you're in a game, when you're in it for ages, you know, you've, you've seen this shit happen before. You know, you even said yourself how volatile stuff is. Like, there's, like, even at 5 million, 
you could be inside the top million in, in three game weeks if things go your way. Easily in three game weeks if things go your way. Yeah, so, but I'm getting in my own way. This is the thing, like making moves. The part of how I wanted to play this season, I'm trying, kind of actually playing differently to how I normally play this season because I want to try something different. And if it goes up in flames, it goes up in flames. And that's kind of what's happening. <laughs> okay, but um, I, I'll learn from it if it does. But I don't want to just abandon my convictions and go, all right, I'm out of this. And then all of a sudden, all these players I just transfer out are kind of like the defenders, the big of the back guys. You know, I don't want to just kind of get rid of everyone. No, look, I have to get rid of Robertson. Liverpool are just not keeping clean sheets. So I can't be double invested there. Walker now has a knock. Got had to get rid of him. Um, yeah, so it's time to reinvest that into the forwards because like you said, the forwards are scoring. Um, and yeah, I'm kind of thinking... Yeah, as I say this, I'm like... I, I'm going to just try and play simple, but I kind of want to have fun, which is why I did the Haaland to KDB hokey-cokey. It's just the variance in that, like, I did not think... They just didn't think he'd start three games in a row. Absolutely yeah, and not score six goals in two games. You know, I, could, like, I, could, I could take that. I took transfer out and scored a hat-trick. I was like, that's a bad decision. It was like, but he won't play the next game. I captained KDB. Um, he's going to be rested for this midweek game, surely. Uh, he starts, KDB is fucking rested and comes on off the bench to get like one point. So, screwing me with the captains. And then it was like, okay, well, like he's not going to play this weekend. Of course he does. And he's playing like minimum 70 minutes. He played 90 minutes the weekend. You know, he's, I thought like, I thought he was like going to be managed, you know, made sure, you know, like they're going to rest players. But no, it's just like saying, no, go on, go on there now and run free and, Play to your heart's content. So I'm going to get him in now and he's going to be dropped next week. You got pepped. You got pepped. Yeah, he's going to play the Champions League now uh, this week. And yeah, he'll just get rested. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> pep, pep roulette. Like, uh, you know, apparently Hans not uh, stepped up that. So of the of the six game weeks that he's been in there so far, I've had him for two of those. And I've had one goal, one assist out of his like 10 goals. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, like as as uh, as one of my rivals, I don't think I could wish for it to go any worse for you. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> well, you say rivals, but like in a, on paper alone, yeah, there's yeah. no rivalry this year. I'm afraid you big and Paddy picture, are right. Big picture. Gives me uh, something to aim for. I chase down the Paddy Meister. Yeah, yeah, he's killing it. Uh, he's passed us both out this uh, this this week, and uh, my my game week not so much better than yours, Seamus. Thirty six points, a game week rank of eight million, and uh, another big fat red arrow has seen me double my rank. Not that is not that I put too much weight in it, but it is what it is. Uh, for the audio listeners, the backline was Sanchez, Saliba, Cancelo, Nico Williams with an assist, and uh, Trent, and then. Middle of the field, Luis Diaz, Martinelli, Salah, and Kulusevski annoyingly benched, uh, but that was coming. And then Jesus and Haaland up top. So, uh, yeah, Captain Haaland, big old nine-pointer. I'll take that on a week of utter dross. I believe his nine-pointer his nine pointer and Nico Williams' assist, that was, uh, that was the extent of my game week. So I did not fare much better for you, Seamus. But uh, as the saying goes, you know, good week to have a bad week. Uh, maybe I'll take your word for it. <laughs> it's all bad. Well, the average is so only far. forty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's true. Uh, but the average is only forty-five points this week. So I mean, if you're gonna, if you're ten points off the average, so yeah. What am I? Deal breaker. I'm three, uh, three fifteen points overall. So I'm averaging fifty-three points um, a game week so far. But uh, I think I've only broken sixty points once. 
the season so it's bad you know that average needs to be an average of like in the 60s anyway i should you know if i'm having like if i'm on 360 points that extra 45 50 points is significant you know i'm still i'd still be miles off you like or and stuff like that i i don't want to behind you now i must be 90 points or something behind you already just crazy after six weeks yeah not enough not enough that's what i say um, <laughs> yeah that's a long season um exactly i'm going to try and stick to a bit of a strategy and like i said i um actually haven't been listening to any pods i actually haven't been looking at any analytics so it's probably just bearing i might out explain the, a lot Jim. that's what i mean it's probably bearing <laughs> out the points that like if i'm if i'm not looking at the analytics uh as much then yeah it's, yeah it's, it's I'm, I'm not not cheating <laughs> so to speak i think um the stat that cheating. I no the stat that I always think and I consider it fucking cheating to be honest is expected points. You know these oh, things really? are just yeah these things just go like oh these are their expected points this week. It's like oh so like just don't but, don't work it out yourself from looking at you know uh, you know average touches in the box the last few weeks uh, shots in the box. Are you uh, having a go at algorithms? Oh yeah, no should we we discussed this already. You know how it I is, feel about algos. Yeah, I don't like algos. Um, I do like looking at the stats but even at that like i haven't uh i've got the time i haven't got time to be looking at it so i'm just kind of going with uh my gut playing with my gut this year it's kind of what i'm doing and it's yeah. going terribly i can respect that but um have you been watching a lot of football like you you haven't been watching analytics but what about matches wise uh, i test wise some live matches yeah i've seen uh, mostly united games and a few other games i've seen liverpool enough times uh to know that they're not playing they're not firing in all cylinders there's something wrong in that team um i've seen relegation relegation material they're doing terrible yeah i've seen arsenal a few times i've seen city a few times so i've seen a lot of these teams i haven't seen the likes of um you know i haven't seen the likes of crystal palace too many times or you know aston villa too many times far from the odd game here and there but um yeah it's it's mostly but i'm watching all the the action afterwards and stuff like that and looking at some match stats you mentioned you watched united matches uh and like that kind of leads me on to the the next talking point and can we now start to look at Man United assets again I mean four wins on the trot just put Arsenal to the sword mm-hmm. uh, good value you know as in like a lot of you know considering how shit they've been for the last couple of years it's not a shock that there's plenty of uh, value amongst the squad you know mm. from 4.5 4. yeah 5 defenders to 6.5 midfielders playing up top you you anything turn turning your head towards united yeah yeah and it's that value aspect you mentioned that is the real reason why i mean if they were still you know 8 million the fracture was 8 million 8.5 9 million stuff like that if this you know anthony came in he was 9 million these would be players that'd be kind of like ignoring uh mm-hmm. bruno was taking a you know a big price drop this year compared to what he was we know what he can be um he still seems has he dropped yet is he still 10 or is he like down to 99 or anything like that now i'm not even sure of his exact price bruno's 9.8 9.8 i'm not surprised but yeah that is that's great value if he gets back to where he was but i think you know the real value is going to be in the likes of rashford for 6.5 or is he 6.6 no he was 6.4 he went back up to 6.5 the defenders to 6.3 if 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 i'm if I'm not mistaken, but oh, he's back to six five now. Yeah. Yeah, or you know the likes of um, you know Martinez or you know one of these uh, one of these guys Varane or something like that. Even maybe the Hea. You know, there's there's great value there if they've got their act together. Uh, but it's not going to be that straightforward. Four wins in a row, confidence is back. That tells me you know they're due a, a defeat soon. So 
or uh, what better than Crystal Palace? Yeah, well, Crystal Palace are tricky. So you know, I could see that being one-one or something like that, and people getting uh, pissy again and then trying to dump their United assets. But I, I think there's definitely room for a maneuver. I wouldn't be tripping up on United, but uh, I definitely would be. I'm definitely considering on my wildcard this week. Uh, Rashford It's the one that seems to interesting me. Yeah, I'm the same. I mentioned that I have Kulu in my team, and I think I probably should have went with my gut uh, and just had him in for that game week one. But I decided to stick it stick it out a bit longer, and he picked up. I think he's picked up one assist since then. Uh, but I think rotation is going to start kicking in a bit more now uh, that <clears> European <throat> football's back, and Richardson seems to be, you know making a bit of an impact so you know he's going to lose some minutes and i'm happy to to put that money elsewhere and yeah rashford has taken my uh taken my fancy i think like game week seven crystal palace away i'm with you that could be a tight one crystal palace uh they're xgc yes i've learned i've learned what these things mean now uh but their xgc is not amazing it's just like one point uh, 1.2 or 1.3 or something like that so i mean yeah uh, it's not. It's not. A, they're not like a rock solid defense. It's mainly the game week eight, that home match against Leeds. I can see goals in that. Yeah, yeah. Leeds seem to be pretty good this year as well. They don't seem to be too bad. No, they were bad. They goals still. Like still yeah, conceding. yeah. They were bad against Brentford. I only saw the the highlights that game um, uh, today, just like shortly before we came on, and uh, they did look pretty bad there. Uh, but maybe you can put that down to Brentford being good. I I do think. Uh, I I do always think. You know, especially when Bielsa was there, that's a team to target for goals. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think it's changed too much. You know, I I'm think right they right. had to they had to be tight at the end of last season, so they were. But now I think they're playing with a bit more freedom. So yeah, they may just have those lapses, and there could be goals there. And yeah, I don't think it's a bad idea to target that fixture. Um, what do you make of uh, while we're talking about United? What do you make of the new the new sign in Anthony? Uh, you know, endears himself to the. United faithful in his debut and uh, 7.5 million price wise good price yeah, yeah good price same as Sancho um, if he can prove his worth uh, he was pretty impressive in his game you know he was kind of more of a YouTube kind of uh, real like the, of uh, kind of highlights uh, he wasn't involved in the game completely but that's going to happen when you're a winger you know when you're out there you're going to get the ball sometimes look good and then you're going to go large through large spells where you're not involved too much so yeah uh watch the space i'm not gonna i wouldn't go straight in him now um i would be more interested in sancho if he wasn't black you know taken off every second like 64 minutes or something like that he always seems to be the first person taken yeah. off well alanga 60, 67 67 66 in the last three <sighs> matches for sancho yeah, why? Like he, I remember he took him off um, in the Leicester game, um, and he kept Rashford on. Um, and Rashford, by far, to me, was way worse. You know, like um, Sancho's looking good when I see him playing, and he's just like taking off. But he does, yeah. Again, he's a winger as well. He's not always in games, but look, um, it's looking good for Rashford. I don't think Sancho though. runs in behind too much either, though, does he? Isn't he like the kind of guy that cuts in? Hmm. Yeah, could be that. But I just still don't really understand why he's the the fall guy. But we'll see. Yeah, he's, hey, he's the, getting if, back if to his best. Yeah, and if they're winning, I mean, I'm not going to fault, uh, uh, you know, a winning strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. I think uh, United, I've, you know, their fixtures are pretty, pretty decent in the next couple. As I said, they've got 
what, it got Crystal Palace away, Leeds at home, and then obviously a tough, tough away to City, but then Everton and Newcastle, I mean, Crystal Palace, Leeds, Everton, Newcastle, four of the next five, I'll take that, you know, if you, if you were looking to invest, and, uh, Maybe kind of spread some funds uh, elsewhere from like an eight million midfielder or something. But uh, before we move on to mini leagues and the usual stuff, one more talking point uh, that I can think of, and it's it's floating around the place. It always does this time of year, and it'll happen probably again before the season is out. But Salah, no Salah, Mo Salah. That's um, a big talking point, and. You, I mean, we're probably going to just lead this straight into your wildcard. But actually, you know, yeah, we will fucking lead it right into your wildcard now. Uh, you've got no Salah. Talk no, not at the time. I mean, um, part of the reason I don't have him is that I, there was a chance he might drop and I'm on my wildcard. So I'm just trying to ride these uh, price changes and stuff. So if he does drop and I decide I want him, I can get him at 12.9 maybe. Um True. So that was kind of the reason why. Yeah, you know, I'll just get rid of him. You know, I won't, I won't risk it. Uh, he didn't look in danger of rising anyway. Um, also, just like Wolves is like Liverpool have not looked good this season. Um, apart from that Bournemouth game aside, they just haven't looked too good. They were very lucky against Newcastle to get that winner. Um, you know, um, Salah you know, got the assist for that second goal as well. It was a bit lucky they're kind of bounced on his head. What a swing! Um, what a swing of points! There. Yeah, what was that? What was that like? A seven pointer or five pointer? You know, doubled for those with captains. It was yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah. So um, yeah, it, like they they've been kind of just getting through it. Like if you take that out, you know, they they drew with Fulham at home. Um, so Wolves at home, like Wolves are Wolves are bad. Wolves forget what kept three clean sheets out of six. You know, we know yeah. what Wolves kind of do. Um, or what they can do, and just Liverpool are definitely not firing all cylinders. Now they could just it just could click like that, but as it stands, we got to wait to see in the Champions League how they do. They're they're surely going to be kind of prioritizing doing well this week in the Champions League. Can they turn it around against Wolves who'd be preparing all week to uh, to stop them in the away trip? Who knows? But I've decided that this fixture is not uh, a gimme. I'm not going to captain him in this week anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, if I'm not going to captain him, and then they're playing Chelsea away tough game potentially uh chelsea a bit hard to figure out at the minute brighton at home that's uh, another hard game that's brighton they're just like very good this season arsenal away in city at home that's a, that's probably their toughest run decided so i was like if i'm going to go without them it's kind of now um the the plan had been to wait and do a wild card in game week six or game week eight um i decided to pull it this week because you know my team is just absolutely I, I didn't like how my team looked for game week seven at all um, so yeah, uh, with it in mind that I can make a couple of transfers in game week eight or one transfer in game week eight if I want to change it around. So yeah, I've, I've decided I've gone for De Bruyne, but I could still go with Salah if I want to by just making one or like find an extra million for that position. But there's going to be there's going to be a, a premium midfield in there, and I think it's going to be De Bruyne. I get you. I mean, like I obviously I'm I'm not wild and. Salah's going to stay in the team if if I wasn't if you're not wildcard and I don't know why you'd be put off of that Wolves fixture no but with that in mind like with the wildcard in hand should I say uh, yeah it's I think you're right I think it's probably the best time will probably be it's arguably going to be the best time all season obviously we don't know where it ends you know, fixture-wise doubles and stuff, but in terms of being able to avoid that Chelsea away, Arsenal away, and City match, 
in the next five. And then, as you said, Brighton at home, that's going to be a tough one. Brighton are going great guns this year. And, uh, yeah, the Wolves, you know, are, are tight enough at back. I mean, it is it is a very easy um, kind of jump off and then, you know, be prepared to go back in a couple of weeks if you wanted. Do you know that kind of way? Yeah, I think the Brighton, home, the Brighton at home game in game week nine is pr- yeah. like apart from the City game at home. Uh, it's probably the hardest almost of all those. Even though on the fixture ticker it shows that the Chelsea and Arsenal game are harder, I I think Brighton are going to make it much uh, more difficult for them than uh, than Chelsea and Arsenal will. Um, so yeah, di- yeah. I think Mer- I think home factor is playing in a lot more. You know, especially you know since the stadiums are filled up again. You know, that's what it was. But I, as I said, like it seemed to make no not much of a difference against Fulham. And like the same against Newcastle, yeah, they were better than Newcastle for for a good part of it, but they weren't that much better than them that they deserved to necessarily win it. If that had just finished one all, like it it almost did, um, that would be two draws at home. Um, yeah, and sure. I fancy Brighton much better than I'd fancy um, Newcastle or Fulham. So. Yeah, could be a hard one. Uh, I think it will. I think yeah, Wolves. I I still expect them to beat Wolves, but um, and I, necess- like I've sold Alexander. Or sorry, Trent. I kept Trent. I've sold Robertson this week, so it's definitely going to be a clean sheet because I've just sold yeah. one of my two defenders. <laughs> but it's not about that. Is I'm I'm wild carding because I need to redistribute funds around the place. I've also decided which keeper I want. So um, yeah, Larice was kind of keeper. I went in for early doors while I was making decisions. I should just went with my gut and went for Pope. One of the reasons I didn't go for Pope at the start was I was thinking I might want Trippier and didn't start with Trippier. I should have just went back to Pope. Um, but yeah, why don't you why don't you call out your wildcard team actually? Yeah, so it's Pope and Golds, like I mentioned. Keep Ward as uh, my my sub keeper. He was there already. Uh, keep Cancelo, James, and Arnold. Um, Alexander Arnold. Keep those three. I don't want it to completely just abandon big at the back. I want to keep the same principles, but. I'm not going five premium. That was never going to happen anyway. I just need to decide. You went six fucking premiums almost because you With had Larice. the heavy keeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, the, the plan had been I was like, might go from Loris and Walker to Ederson and Perisic at some stage. Yeah. Uh, but I uh, Perisic's minutes are just, they're too whatever, so I can't do it. Um, and I didn't know where I went to go with Walker. And Walker was... He had been doing well. Tipped, he tipped away for you. Walker was doing fine for the first four game weeks, but now two back-to-back kind of like two pointers, one pointers is, uh, and he's got a knock. Uh, makes it feel like, and playing Spurs this week makes it feel like, yeah, it's time to sell. So and he could have put one on the plate for Haaland, <laughs> and he didn't. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah, <laughs> and the team that are that are doing well defensively, who I was looking at, is uh, Brighton. Uh, so I was looking at them in preseason, and uh, yeah, I decided not to go with them. You give me shit about Sanchez, just because of my own experience of what Sanchez uh, was like. They they kind of have all the underlying numbers and defensively they're pretty sound, but they kind of give up a chance. They always seem to give up a chance. Um, but no, they seem to be quite good uh, at the minute. So I think it's time to go. Yeah, I'm happy to invest in Brighton now. So Dunk is in. And You've got his own goal out of the way, so you don't need to worry. Yeah, about that. that's true. So I got Dunk in, um, and uh, my wife's breaking down the door here. Um, I got Neko Williams in. Um, just as a you know cheap um, player there. Is he still four mil? Four point one. Um, ah, suck it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he's he's already worth it now. So I got him for four point one. Uh, keep Martinelli. He's just too good value. Um, 
I've used the money to go two forwards now because um, I need to just respond uh, as much as I wanted to play with just one striker. It's kind of leaving me with like two fodder uh, forwards and I kind of want to have more of a bench, which is why I've gone Williams. Um, so he's one of my bench players now. Kept Archer, so it's Jesus and Haaland, but Jesus could very well be Mitrovic, could be um, Tony. And then uh, in midfield, my one heavy hitter is De Bruyne at the minute, um, subject to change. And as I said, alongside Martinelli, then Andreas isn't going anywhere. So I have Gross and I have an 8 million slot. I've gone for Madison. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I can't really fault the rest of your team. It's all pretty standard. Uh, gross, I mean, yeah, he's doing well. I'm not I'm not convinced on it, but maybe I'm in denial. But the one that did, it is standing out to me. More so than the no Salah is um, Madison. Home match against Villa. That's nice. You're not going to, you know, be put off by that. But you're not worried about Leicester? I know Madison's been kind of tipping oh. away anyway. But... Yeah, I'm very worried about Leicester. Um, but uh, there's no point me just kind of wildcarding into what the, the, the template team is. You know, I kind of have to have people in it now. And I say this like... It's quite templated. That's why I might get rid of Jesus because everyone has Jesus, everyone has Haaland. Um, and I, I Gross is, I don't know what he's percent. Okay, he's 27% owned. He's quite highly owned. But when I've looked at him um, in matches and highlights of Brighton's games, he is playing like just off the strikers. Like he's playing behind the strikers. You know, he is like playing them in there. They do seem to be getting goals. Like they got five against Leicester. Um, they're okay, they're getting some goals. Five against Leicester was really the main one. But. <laughs> he's uh, he's getting chances. He's looking attacking. I mean, he's he's almost out of position. He's not quite out of position. But when he was playing wing back, I wasn't interested in him. But now he's yeah. playing, you know, one of the two slots behind the the forwards. I'm kind of like, okay, well, that's that's interesting. So yeah, well, I mean, he could away. he could become McAllister. He could become Trossard, something like that. Because um, he's cheap. He's only six million. Um, I think Gross has to be there ahead of McAllister. I mean, McAllister's been way deeper. Yeah, but he's on penalties, you know. Yeah. Uh, and he's good. He's pretty good. So, yeah, I, that's why I've gone for Gross anyway. Um, I haven't gone Scored for McAllister. So, I, like, I'm, I'm going to side with you in this. So, yeah, uh, Madison is the one you asked me about. And, yeah, he had a great season last year. Leicester playing kind of terrible. Uh, no confidence in him whatsoever. But, like, I think Aceville are terrible. So, he could get some joy there. He's always able to get a free kick or something. Uh, and then after the Spurs game, which would be difficult, he's got Forrest at home. Bournemouth away, Crystal Palace at home, Leeds at home. That's three uh, home games out of four in that run and a away game to Bournemouth. So, yeah, maybe I maybe I won't go for him and maybe I'll wait till game week nine, but that like, seems like a transfer waiting to happen. So maybe I'll just get him in and and uh, and stick yeah. with him because I think I don't think he's going to get dropped. Do you know what I mean? I've got him for 7.9. No, I think when he's fit, he plays. I mean, yeah. He's one of Leicester's best. I could go for Diaz. Players. Could go for Diaz there. Considering you know uh, I only have one Liverpool player now, so that might still happen. Um, yeah, I don't still want it to be two template. Like part of me, if you look at my team there, so it's got like a double Brighton, triple City, uh, double Arsenal, and you know it's it's quite it's kind of moving towards the existing template, which is kind of, probably not what you want to do with your wildcard. You want to move towards tomorrow's points, not yesterday's points. So I am conscious of that. There's a poster. Put that in a T-shirt. Yeah, you want but, to move towards tomorrow's points, not yesterday's. But points. I very, I definitely want to keep. Cancelo, James, and Arnold's because I know as soon as I sell those, you know James will get a fifteen-pointer. Cancelo will score a twelve-pointer next week against Spurs. You know things like that, and I, I do have a lot of faith in those guys. So I want to go with those guys. Uh, keep that. Haaland has to be in there, and I need a premium midfielder. 
So, yeah, and then the rest are going to be cheapies. So, yeah, what do you think? Do you what we what What do you think of this as a wild card? Do you think it's bad? No, I don't think it's bad. I think like I we we were chatting off air, and uh, I I said it to you like you know unless. I think you, I think you put in your team or someone put in someone else's team and it looked pretty similar to this it was like a template kind of look and I went the only way I can justify that is if you were so far away from that in the first place that you want to kind of maybe refresh it and start building from there and uh, I think that's what you're doing you're kind of going look I you know I think I made some mistakes and now I want to kind of get to where I need to be and then I can kind of make a couple of fringe decisions because I don't think mm. there's so much of the season left I don't think you need to worry about uh, you know mad swords as they call them you know I mean you don't have to kind of unbalance the team and I think there's a couple of shouts in there I mean it's really just the Madison shout I think uh, and and no Salah you know I mean that's the big one as well as like you're going to Bruyne or another premium mid if you wanted i think as it stands it's a good it's a it's a it's a good wildcard team but i think you know if that if the brother did become salah all of a sudden then madison becomes maybe your ashford to save some money and uh, all of a sudden your team is just everyone else's team you know? yeah and then you know but i i don't i can't really criticize any of the picks i think they're all pretty solid i actually quite like the madison one Especially because you're getting in there ahead of um, that kind of game week nine fixture swing for Leicester. But my only thing would be, how long does Rogers stay there? Are they mm-hmm. on the? Are they gonna just? Are, are is Stevie G gonna pull it out of the bag this week and get Brendan Rogers sacked? You know, but there's there's <laughs> things I could do like instead of uh, Madison and Jesus, right? I could go. Um... <clears throat> Rashford and Vardy or something like that. That's a that's an option. You well, know. you're not gonna be touching Vardy because like I think like he's not even starting. Isn't that supposed to be? Didn't he? he didn't even start against. Uh, no, he didn't. But he, but it, I think uh, I'll I'll just check his minutes. But I think that was because he'd played like the previous two games and like he's like. But wasn't it, he getting subbed off on sixty minutes as well? I don't um, know. I, I'm worried about Vardy. Yeah, I think gave, he's, uh, so he's played ninety. He's played sixty nine, sixty four, ninety, eighty six. So when he played game week four and five and quick turnaround like on whatever you, it is, um, yeah. he was never going to play uh, Thursday, Sunday. So yeah. like as soon as that played, it was like okay, he's going to play Daka or Ianacho. He actually played both. They both scored, so that would be a reason not to get him in because maybe he gives them an extended run. But um, yeah, I could see uh, a situation they both, where... Rogers, they both scored in a 5-2 last, though. So. <laughs> yeah, I could see a situation... Well, it wasn't their fault. I could see a situation where Rodgers gets the sack and uh, Fardy comes back in under the new manager, starts banging and goes for fun, you know? Under Sean Dyche. Yeah, who Sean. knows? I mean, it's weird because I, I just wasn't expecting to as, as good a season last year. We're kind of waiting for him to regress and just not uh, get as many goals. But he got 15 goals last year, which is the same as what he got the year before. Yeah, but didn't he get like 10 of those in the first like fucking eight game weeks or something like that? Didn't he just like start off on fire? Uh, yeah, he did get like eight goals in his first like 10 or 12 game weeks or something like that. He started off well, but he still kind of tipped away. He kind of got it going again in the second half. He only played 1,800 minutes last season. So that's what, 20 games worth? Yeah, he so, was out quite a bit. You know, he, uh, he was getting goals when he got minutes. It's um, So he could still do it. But yeah, no, it's just, it's just outside the box thinking if I wanted to try and think of where the next points are going to come from rather than the current points. But I think it was it has to be Madison out of the two of them at the minute. Yeah, 100%. And I think, you know, thumbs up on the no Salah. I feel a lot more confident of Salah going in against Wolves now that you've gotten rid of him. Yeah. I'm like, oh, brilliant. That's, uh, that's going to 
ease that for me. Um, yeah, it, w- it would be par for the course. You know, I'll get rid of someone because they're being rubbish and then they'll just turn it on against them. But, you know, what's he got? He's got 10, 2, 8, 3, 10. The, the real reason I'll be selling him is if I have him and Haaland, it's going to be Captain Haaland pretty much most weeks, even against Spurs. Uh, this week, I are you think. captain? I mean, we'll get into the captaincy now. Like, uh, are you captain in Holland this week against Spurs? Yeah. If that, if your team stayed like that. Yeah, I think so. Uh, that's my initial thoughts. Anyway, I'm not going to captain Gross anyway. Not going to captain <laughs> Madison, um, and I'm not going to captain. Uh, Gross is 100 percent double digit in this week. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm not captain on him. I might captain Alexander Arnold, but who knows? I think uh, I think Jesus is um, isn't a bad shout this week. I mean, I'm obviously just talking the big game now because I'm on a podcast and not put my actual armband on it and <laughs> click and confirm for the week. But mm. uh, I'm looking at my team and I'm going, Jesus, home to Everton. You know, is this going to be... I just think, I honestly think Arsenal are going to come out of the blocks on fire against Everton. And I think uh, everything can be got at, you know. And Arsenal are playing fucking well. You know, it's like, uh, I mean... I just think that United results kind of maybe shadows it a little bit, but they they are playing fucking good football, and um, I'd be impressed if everything can get something off them at the weekend. That's all. That's all I'll say on that. Yeah, it's a tough one. I just I can see um, Holland uh, laying down a marker um, <laughs> this Another week. Yeah, I know he's okay. Maybe not a hat trick like he's done in, in these games, but I can imagine him just. Boston and winning the game by himself against Spurs and like not even Spurs can stop him and then just you know the platitudes raining upon him. Spurs are beating City this week. Yeah. Spurs are I think so. I um, think so. Yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe I don't know. I but think they'll sit back, game. smash him on the counter, and uh, yeah, it will be. I'm looking forward to it. I guess like again, we're probably sick of it at this stage, but we everything is prefaced on you know European football this week, so. I mean, if Haaland gets a, a big old rest against uh, whoever the fuck City are playing, then, you know, you're going to feel a lot more comfortable. But if he plays like a full old 90 minutes and City kind of, uh, you know, have a, have a kind of a bit of a dogfight during the week, then, yeah, I definitely fancy Spurs a little bit. I think they're playing... I just like Conte. I just like his attitude. I like his sass. He's yeah. a sassy manager. Um, but yeah, no, that's a that's a solid wild card, man. Um, we will move on because we're running at three quarters an hour already. Fuck, time's flying. Uh, let's hit the mini league. Um, we've no stats this week because our 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 league stats man, Podrick has uh has taken the week off to watch Game of Thrones. I'm sure, but um, I do have the league here. And last after last week's debacle, it's probably no harm to give Paddy a bit of a breather because we got some complaints. He made an absolute tit of uh, of the league rankings, and I don't know. I don't. No, really? I, I, yeah, he did. He made an absolute tit of it. I don't know what he was looking at, but um, we have this week's top ten in first place. He is a friend of the show and has been on an episode or two. That's FPL Renegades Andrew. He is uh, 56 points this week, 422. Great start to the season for him. And uh, I would like once again to apologize for Paddy leaving him out of the top 10 last week. It was uh, it was out of my control, Drew. There wasn't much I could do about it. But uh, you're up there now. You've made a statement. Second position, Drunken Pirates. Brian says 416. Third place, Blue in Exile. Denny Watkins, 415 points. Fourth place, Tiger James. That's James Stevens. 
415 as well. Fifth place, Quinners Winners, Ian Quinn, another friend of the show, 413 points. Sixth position, the Invincible Invincibles, Emil Siedlick. Sixth position, FIFA 22, FIFA 2021. That is easy. I, we say it every week, but I, it, I do get a chuckle out of it. Uh, <laughs> he's killing it, 410. Eighth position, Excalibur FC. Ninth, Las Vegas FC. And tenth, the Teat of Suarez, Paddy Pa. 405 points so um yeah there's uh some fucking decent scores in the top 10 of the fpl hangover mini league and uh yeah i'm coming to get you i've fallen away this uh this last couple of weeks but you know I, i'm not too devastated seamus yeah no it's a good uh, i can't be paddy left off like the number one player last uh, last week and i actually thought he was using uh playmaker um for those stats because that's what he was using last uh, week until i tried to use playmaker myself and realized it was showing last season's table yeah. and uh, then when i tried to click on the league it just quit the app so there's obviously that's not working um and that might it be is well no known. more Seamus. it is no more ah. yeah. um but yeah now i'm kind of thinking uh the more i'm looking at this as you were calling it out because i looked at uh Drew's team and I was like oh god damn he's actually like I'm kind of moving quite close to what his team actually is with this wild card and I hadn't looked at his team beforehand because um, part of the reason he's done so well he's top 20k uh, he's got uh, triple he's been on triple Brighton for a while he's a... yeah he's been on he's been on the Dunk and Sanchez uh, in goals and he had gross there the last few weeks as well so you know that's that's a nice way to do it so yeah and Tony. Tony didn't do him any fucking harm this week. Yeah, Bucks. I actually couldn't say. I, then I was looking at it. I was like, if I got rid of Madison, because Madison is more expensive than Tony, I could get Tony in and I could just have my, instead of having um, Madison Archer, I could have Tony and like a five mini player there. So now that's kind of put that in my head. I was like, oh, I could have Maybe you should get Bailey back or buy, you know, 4.7. Shame. It's great value. Yeah, it's come down. Um, yeah. <laughs> as I'm going to, that's kind of put a thought in my head now. It's like, I could have it all. But then I, I feel like, that's just I can have it all. Yeah, I can have you know, kind of big at the back and big up let's, front. But I, I let's feel wait like, and see you know. what Diego Costa comes in, uh, price wise. Fuck you know? no, I'm not buying a fucking wool striker. You can mad. Oh man, I'm telling you, in in six weeks you're gonna be gone. I need to get in that that wool striker. Maybe, yeah. maybe wool strikers <laughs> and mustard. That's the only thing they're sound, missing. They're, yeah, that they're creating like... the chances. They're creating the chances. They just need someone up there to finish them. You know. Yeah, uh, they are they are a whole lot more attacking um, than they had previously. Like it was the same last season when they started off. Uh, uh, what's the name? Bruno Lage came in. He started playing attacking football. Treora couldn't hit a barn door, and they like it didn't score in their first three games. And then they just went, "No, we're just going to turtle back here and back to five. Do what um, Nuno had us doing, and uh, yeah, they were they were rubbish. So yeah, they, they look better this year. I'm just wondering, are they going to be defensively sound against Liverpool? Because if they just go gung ho. Maybe Salah, getting rid of Salah is the bad, a bad option. So We'll see. We'll see. Before we move away from the mini league, if you would like to join and be with a chance of winning an FBL hangover hip flask, then the mini league code should be on your screens. And for the audio listeners, the code is PK3DFT. That's pk 3 DFT and uh, yeah that's going to be up for a few more weeks but um, yeah do jump in and uh, and share in the fun the fun and the festivities uh, okay so that's the league done Seamus one more thing Puckfellas how are you getting on how are you getting on with them uh, we didn't do one last week game week 6 did we we were missing because we obviously didn't do the midweek the, mid- the midweek game but we won't let that 
slow us down. Okay. I mean, we'll we'll go with the week previous, and uh, you did win that one. You had Alvarez, yeah. and for those who the un the uninitiated, Pogfadas are 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 our punts of the week or long shots or puck fathers, uh anyone less than 5% owned and it's just a one week thing uh, whoever has the most amount of points at the end of the season between myself Paddy and Seamus will uh, get to nominate a charity for the other two suckers to donate to and uh, if you would like to throw in any of your guesses just you know lob them into the the chat below or send them on to us on Twitter whatever you want to do um, get involved but yeah Puckfathers 5% who's your pick this week Seamus this week I am going to go for Patrick Bamford I was looking at the Leeds players uh, settle on him he played 45 minutes the game we've just gone um, they have a game against Nottingham Forest at home this week I think there could be goals in there for them and it was between him, uh, Sinistera, and uh, Aronson, who I've kind of liked the lookout of. So my goal was to go Aronson, but then I was like, you know what? Bamford's probably not going to be under 5% owned for too long if he comes back and does what we think he can do. So um, mm. I'm going to back him this week to get a, get a, get a couple of goals. So uh, 0.5% owned, so mm. real fucking low ownership there. 7.3 million. Um, yeah, I mean, decent value. You think if uh, he starts banging them in, you're going to go 7.5 million leads, or is there too much value in the midfield? I mean, Aronson 5.5, Harrison 6 or something. Yeah. Um, it depends, because it depends on your slot there. Say, for example, Jesus has uh, got tough fixtures coming up in a couple of game weeks, and he just hasn't done anything for a few weeks. Then yeah. that's just kind of a sideways move you can kind of go to, you know, to get that leads. You know, leads are good for goals. Um, yeah. Bamford has done it in the past, so that could be a place to kind of go for it, whereas you might have the space in your midfield. So, yeah, I wouldn't rule either out. Um, but this week, definitely uh, Bamford for me. How about you? Is there any temptation with the Leeds guys, or you've gone elsewhere? Yeah. I have, yeah, just to keep it interesting for for, for the listeners. But um, I am tempted by the Leeds guys in the sense that, like, Rashford has turned my head a bit for the likes of Kulisevsky. But I was also thinking about the likes of an Aronson or uh or a was Sinistera like I'm I feel like that's just kind of recency bias a little bit in the sense that was I I haven't seen a lot of him you know kind of no. way at least in the matches I watched it was probably the ones where he didn't play a whole lot but he's got two goals you know a goal in the last two matches um and 6.5 I'm still looking at Aronson though I think 5.5 is is great value only the one goal and one assist, but again, super fucking cheap. Um, so, leads-wise, I don't think you're off, but I've gone with a different team, uh, and I've gone with Southampton. I think their performances are kind of maybe going under the radar a little bit. They're looking, you know, they're, they're retar- the results aren't showing, you know, it, but I think they're playing pretty decent, and... Um, Shea Adams is uh, is my pick this week. I think against a who are they playing this week? Brentford. I just I know I know Brentford are a solid side, but I feel like this could have goals in it. Um, I don't I don't I don't know when to trust Brentford. So, you know they come out some mm-hmm. weeks look some weeks look like absolute world beaters. This week, what did they beat Leicester five two? That was this week, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. No Leeds. They beat Leeds five two. Leeds five two. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I mean, like, absolute uh, great result. And then I feel like they can go out and lose 2-0 to Southampton next week. And I'm putting my money um, on, on Southampton to beat them. And Shea Adams, he's my he's my puck father. 1% owned, 6.4 million. He's uh, he's already found the back of the net twice. And, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I reckon he notches another one this week. We have had... Paddy sent his in, and uh, I believe he's the he's currently in the lead for Puckfathers, but he's gone another, another cheeky pick. Uh, he loves his top four, fucking just just about break just about making the rules. He's gone with United's new man. We spoke about him already, Anthony, seven point five. I think he's only that's Scott McTominay. That's not him. No one's picking that. Uh, Anthony four percent owned, so just gets in there. Um, Jesus Christ, he's four percent owned already. Fucking out. Um, seven point five million. That's Paddy's pick. Um, yeah, I think decent, uh, decent shout. I think there's, you know, he, why not yeah. continue the momentum? You know, get 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 his first away goal. Who knows? Yeah, but that's the picks. Hmm. That Anthony, might be a bad shout for uh for for that. So four hundred thousand owners approximately. Like what? There's ten million players in the game. So a lot yeah. of transfers in already uh, after one pretty good performance. Yeah, I think it's like like a hundred hundred trans hundred thousand transfers in. In the first game week, so I don't know which way it works, but uh, mm. yeah, I mean, you know yourself, FPL is a fickle, a fickle bunch. Um, they're all leaning towards it now. He did kiss the badge, so that's worth an extra couple of points. Yes, but um, yeah, I guess we can leave it there. Uh, unless you have anything else you'd like to talk about, James? Anything to get off your chest? Uh, I don't. I don't. I'll be coming to you. I mean, what I'll just say here is my my team is going to certainly change uh, throughout the week. Um, Part of me thinks uh, the whole overthinking I did with, like, if I just went with my kind of basic bitch kind of game week one team, I probably, yeah. you know, up a lot closer to you anyway, because it would have had Haaland and I wouldn't have been overthinking. But yeah, I don't know whether I should just abandon my instinct to try and have a bit of fun and make moves like I've done there by going, oh, I'm just going to do a dangerous, potentially dangerous switch by getting rid of this heavy hitter for another heavy hitter that might be lesser owned. Uh, obviously, the the problem there is if that highly owned player smashes it, and you don't you don't have him, and you've sold him, you look like a twat. Um, but yeah, I don't know whether to keep doing that kind of play or just settle down and just play like ABC FPL, which I know is the kind of really the better play. Um, it depends on how much your overall you're letting your overall rank get, get you. Do you know? I mean, like, haven't I, looked at I, it. I, haven't looked at it. This is the thing. I I think that's why I'm kind of a bit. Um, I've been doing okay because I haven't really been looking at my rank uh, so much this season. Uh, so it's surprising I haven't to see looked at anything. Million, I'm like, wow, well, five million. <laughs> Maybe I should be looking at my rank. No, I definitely don't think uh, you need to overthink the the rank. I um, I think there's just so much left in the season, uh, and I think you just have to have a bit of fucking fun with it, man. Um, mm. Whenever you know, I always that's why I ask myself like, what would annoy me more? you know like when i'm stuck between decisions like would i rather see this blow up in my face and be happy or happier or you know kind of it's okay and i'm not you know i'm not feeling anything from it you know i've just gone template but um you know who am i who am i to question the the great seamus mac uh, we leave it there. Uh, Seamus, you have all the dirty details. Oh, I'm not even sure if I do. Uh, I guess if you want to follow me, I'm, uh, for any reason, I'm at FPL Drunk on Twitter. 
the podcast is at FPL Hangover. Of course, we have the YouTube channel as well. If you're watching this, uh, make sure you like and uh, subscribe to this. Um, on all the good podcasts, you know, wherever you get your podcasts, all the usual ones, Spotify, I guess, is the main one. Is it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all these good stuff. Uh, email, FPLHangover at gmail.com. Have I forgotten anything? No, you hit the nail on the head. I will leave it there, folks. Seamus, you will be joining us next week because it is our 150th episode. Oh. And we're going to, yes, it's a bit of a milestone. So we'll uh, we'll have to do something special. Who knows? There might even be a live stream in the in the, in the the works. But uh, I will leave you sleep on it. Enjoy the European football this week. Enjoy game week seven. Most importantly, God bless. Yeah.